Welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today. And this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. Welcome back to my videos, my podcast. It is great to have you this week today to talk about your federal benefits and getting the most out of them. Today's topic is not everyone's favorite. It is something that very few people like to think about, very few people like to plan for, but that is death. And regardless of uh, how much we talk about it, how much we think about it, it is an unavoidable part of our natural life, right? It does happen. But when it comes to being prepared for it, not everyone is. Not everyone knows exactly what their family is going to be left with if they were to pass away. So today, the topic is, what of your benefits will your family still be able to enjoy? What do you have to do to make sure they can enjoy those the most they possibly can? If something was to happen to you and they were left without you, would they be okay? So that is the topic of today. So we will get into it. And now there are some differences in how your spouses, how your family will inherit your benefits depending if you're in your career or whether you're already in retirement. So I'll try to address the differences. But the first benefit that I will address is for those already in retirement, and that is annuity as survivor benefit. So basically, when you're filling out the retirement paperwork, you have an option to provide a survivor annuity, survivor benefit for your spouse, which basically means that every month you're going to get 10% less from your pension than you would otherwise. But if you were to pass away, your spouse would be eligible for 50% of what you guys were getting, your, of your full pension, sorry. And so although it's a bummer to get less when you're both alive, if you were to pass away as a federal employee, your spouse would be eligible to 50%. If you would choose to not elect that, or you get 100% of your pension while you're both alive, then she would be eligible to nothing down the road. And it's not only about income at this point, But if you do not elect a survivor benefit, then she or he would not be able to have keep their FEHB in retirement. To keep some of these benefits, you have to elect a survivor annuity, a survivor benefit for them. So not only will they have an income, but they will also stay eligible for these other things that I'm going to address down the road. But you have to know this that if you don't elect it, they will not be eligible for a number of other things. So so just bear that in mind as you're filling out that retirement paperwork because often people don't think twice about it, but it really makes a big difference for you and your family over the course of your retirement. So the next benefit is your FEHB, and I touched on it just a second ago, but the three things that have to happen, the criteria that have to be met for your spouse to be eligible for the FEHB once you were to pass away is this. So first, you as a federal employee would have to be enrolled in FEHB at the time of your death, okay? And your spouse would have to be on that plan at that same time. So if you had been enrolled, she was on your plan, then you should be good to go. Now, like I said, if he or her had not had the survivor benefit In retirement, if you had not elected to give them that survivor annuity, survivor benefit, like I said, they would not be eligible for their FEHB. So keep that in mind. 
Also, for children, they are eligible to stay in your plan as long as your, as long as your spouse is up till age 26. So they'll be able to enjoy that benefit up till age 26. Even if they get married, they'll be able to stay under that plan. And now for Fegly, F-E-G-L-I, or your federal employee life insurance, right? And in this case, your policies will not transfer ownership over to your family member, but they would be able to access the death proceeds that you had on yourself if you were to pass away. And so, like I said, these policies won't continue to exist. They'll actually go away, but your family will reap the benefits of having those policies. They'll get the death benefits and be able to use those for whatever they need to take care of themselves for maybe that's um, funeral things or anything to do with your death or anything that they need to pay for. Those are the sort of things that death benefits generally pay for. But often if you have lots of life insurance, then it'll supply for their lifestyle down the road as well. And now for another benefit is your TSP. And your TSP will simply go to whoever you had as your beneficiary when you started the account or if you've updated that since. So that is another reason. I know I hammer this all the time, but update your beneficiaries so that if when life changes, when you have people come in and out of your life, out of your family life, that those always match up to your wishes and who you truly care about and who you want to get access to that money if you were to pass away. So it's pretty simple with the TSP. It goes to exactly whoever you name as your beneficiary, they will gain ownership of your account. And now for social security benefits. If you maybe were already retired and already drawing your social security benefit, if your spouse had already reached their full retirement age as well, they would be eligible for 100% of your benefit. That would directly go to them, right? If they were between age 60 and age, or their full retirement age, right, in that window there, then they would be eligible to up to, you know, 70 to 95% of your benefit they'd be eligible to. If, let's say, you had a dependent child under 16, they'd be eligible up to about 75% of your benefit who was a federal employee, right? They'd be eligible for that amount of your benefit. I know sometimes I kind of get a backlash when I record these types of videos, write these types of articles about not fun topics, right? Where it's not always fun to plan and think about death and things that things that aren't as fun to talk about, right? But I don't write and I don't talk about these things to get us scared about death. That's not why I do it. I do it so that we can take advantage of the life that we have, that we can get the most out of it and we don't have to spend what we have really worrying about the unknowns. If we do everything we can to really be prepared so no matter what happens, things will be taken care of the best that we possibly can. That is living a life that is full and passionate and so you don't have to worry about all the little things in life. That is why I talk about these things so we could be prepared no matter what happens. So again, I hope this is helpful for you and I, if you have any questions, comments, please email me. Put it in the comments below. I'll try to get to them as best I can. But I will see you next week. And again, thank you for making it to the end of my video, the end of my podcast. I hope this brought value to you and your life. My goal with this content is to bring as much value to as many people as I possibly can. So please, if you can, if this brought value to you, please show your support, subscribe, hit the thumbs up, comment, 
Give me feedback about what you want to hear about, what you want to learn about, and how you can get more value out of this and so that I could do the very best I can to make this the best channel for my viewers, for my listeners, the very best I can. So again, thank you for being here and investing in yourself and in your future. And I will see you next week.